and welcome to Breaking the Curtain with me, Chrissy, and me, Joss. Don't forget to silence all phones. Or don't, it's a podcast. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. We just had the most amazing interview, (gasps) I think, ever. Just All of our interviews are cozy, but this was especially cozy yeah it felt kind of like a little sleepover yeah it was like chatting with your big sis I loved it I absolutely adored this interview you know there are very few people I would be up and functional by 8 a.m for (laughs) and this guest is one of them (laughs) I think maybe this interview felt like a sleepover to you because we are both wearing our pajama bottoms right now listen it's a zoom call if you're not wearing pajamas you're doing it wrong this is true You are right about that. It's (laughs) true. This guest, which you already know who it is if you've clicked on this episode, uh, is Erin Caldwell. She is currently playing Veronica in Heathers at the Other Palace in London. And she is someone we have followed her journey for a long time. We have admired for a long time. Mm -hmm. Having her in the room with us today was such a treat and super duper inspiring, actually. It was something that was a much needed much-needed chat. We are huge Aaron fans. Yeah, and we are certain you're going to love this episode as much as we enjoyed having the conversation with Aaron. And Aaron, if you are listening, you need a podcast. You, your energy would translate so well into a podcast. So, you know, consider Mm -hmm. it when you have a bit more free time. So grab a cup of peppermint tea and we'll let the episode speak for itself. So I think we'll just jump right to it. Heather's is a cult classic and it's got a massive fan base all around the world. So were you familiar with the film or the original production before getting involved with the show? Yes. My friend Tashan, um, was, who was in my year at drama school, she was Heather Duke in London um, when it opened in 2018 and my friend Jodie was Heather Chandler so I saw the show when it was at the other palace in 2018 and and I loved it and also before I saw it um, when I was in the third year of drama school I met Paul Taylor Mills which will be 10 years ago now um, and I sung Dead Girl Walking for him um, with with the possibility of singing it from like one of my last sort of third year show kind of concerts that we had so I knew of the music of Heather's, um, certainly Dead Girl Walking and Candy Store, um, the kind of big bops of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I loved the music. So I saw it in 2018. Um, and then I saw it once it went to the Haymarket. I saw it on tour. I had some friends on the tour as well. So I've I've seen, I'd seen it a few times and I I always loved the idea of, of being in the show, but I wasn't 100 percent sure where I would fit casting wise um and and here I am here you are when we saw the casting we were like oh my gosh this is perfect this is like a no-brainer yeah this is perfect <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, was, I was very I was I was in absolute shock I, I I really was in shock up until I found out that I got it until we did the big kind of casting announcement on big fan day mm. um that's when it that's when it, I was like oh I'm I'm this isn't a joke I'm doing this and what a way for all of you to come out as well and be like, hey, we are in the show now on Big Fan Day. That is so it, fun. It was wild. It was, we all we all were hiding behind the bleachers. <laughs> we were trying to think of an order to be in just so that everyone could be seen. And everyone was terrified to be at the front because you were going to be the first ones to walk out. But right? 
happiness you know and we did it in that sort of great way with like the heathers lighting the, re- the heathers reveal lighting and the heathers reveal bleachers um and they just went wild and it everyone everyone is waving and if you look at the video <laughs> i'm just i'm just smiling but also not waving because i was just utterly <laughs> shocked at how lovely the response was i just wasn't expecting it and everyone's like hi and i'm just standing still um it was it was amazing I, it was it was oh one of the one of the top five like most amazing moments of my life. It was great. Nice. Very nice. Well, the Heathers fans are incredible. They really are. Like we watched, of course, the filmed live recently. So we got to see kind of the updated version for or, um the UK. And the energy of the audience is just so insane and even like on social media too we talk Mm. about this all the time it's like back in like the early days of Heathers when it like first came out and exploded yeah and like these fans they are amazing amazing their their energy is it's it's like the it's like the the other character in the show Mm -hmm. you know it's it's like a whole they are the other member of the team um and and hearing there's certain bits in the show that you'll know if there's a lot of corn nuts in because they'll go wild for, like the, um, you know, gently with the chainsaw line, right. like the Heather's reveal, um, like when Veronica runs down in the blue for the first time. And it's just, or even the, um, uh, in Shine a Light, when she says, you know, I've, uh, where she got, that she came from Berkeley, um, you can tell when we've got corn nuts in, but they're just, they're so supportive and I'm, I'm constantly overwhelmed by how lovely they are and how dedicated they are to the show and also how open-minded they are to having new cast members come in because you know especially when when a show holds such a special place in your heart and a cast holds such a special place in your heart sometimes it's it's hard to let go and, and welcome other people who have come in but we've all felt incredibly welcomed um and and they're just they are lovely and it's it's it wouldn't be the show without them so we are eternally grateful for for all of them they're wonderful and so you are playing veronica sawyer heather's leading lady what can you tell us about her and her journey through the show she is her journey through the show is what i think quite a lot of people can relate to with going through high school um she's not one of the populars she's not she's not really kind of any group she's a you know her own entity and and her prime goal is just to get through high school as easy as she can. And she's intelligent. She's very, very clever. So she knows that the intelligent way to do it is to sit at the cool table and be known to sit at the cool table and then everyone will leave her alone. And then she can just focus on her studies to get to Harvard, Duke or Brown or whatever she, you know, where she wants to go after, after um, school. Um, and she's incredibly intelligent. Even JD says one quote about Baudelaire and she's like, she knows exactly who it is. You know, she's, 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 she's wonderful. Um, she's also very strong, moral, which is why there's it's that's where the um the oh, what's that word called um the tension I guess between her and JD and some of the stuff that happens because she's so she's so morally sound in who she is that when these things come. They, they 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 wear her down to to the point where we get to in act two um and then she you know takes a takes her stand and, and gets her life back together because she realized that she's been manipulated um and 
and then decides that she's having no more of it. So she's, I think she's, she is kind. She's a, she's a family gal. She's, um, everyone probably knows of Veronica, mm-hmm. I think. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Everyone has probably met a Veronica. Everyone probably could think about who they know in high school and go, yeah, that was, that she's a Veronica. Because I can think who the Heathers are from my high school. Mm, I can right. think the JD is. I can, I can think of mm-hmm. a Veronica my high school um so I think she is just that sort of I think I think we've all probably got a little bit of Veronica in us from our days in high school which which is why it's so fun to play because I when I was kind of doing a lot of research and and rehearsing I was thinking you know who did I know from school who I can who I can think of as opposed to just thinking who's played the role before that I can think of how they did it I try to think about who in my life could I little bits of could I bring into it just to make it really authentic and real. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I've never really thought of it, about it that way, but it's so true. You can really picture, okay, this was the the Heathers back in my day in school, and this was the JD, and this was the Veronica. And yeah, that's yeah. really fascinating. Yeah. And I like what you said. I think we all have a little Veronica in us. Yeah. In us. You know, I think hitting that point in high school where you're like, just, just get me through to the end. Just gotta get through, sure. and then and you're and you're so easily swayed as well by the things that are around you. Like, you know, I remember even the things like fashion. I yeah. would buy things that I did did not want to wear, but everyone else wore it. So I thought, well, I have to. You know, it's just, it's it is very, it's just, it's 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 very true to, to what it was like. I mean, not very true. There's there's stuff that happens in the show that did not happen in my school, but the. <laughs> just the little nuances of of getting from the start of school to the end of school in one piece is Mm -hmm. we can all relate to that in school every single one of us yeah Yeah, it's very universal for sure yeah I think that's why the show has had the success it's had because it's just it's so it's so relatable that journey that experience yeah and even from the 80s until 2022 you know it's it's, yeah it's it's still there you know we've all gone through that journey of high school in some in some way yeah, so true. So when you're getting ready for the show, getting ready to go on stage, what are some of your pre-show rituals? What are some things you need to do to get ready to go? Okay, so I have to have a peppermint tea. I have a peppermint tea straight after fight call um, to the point where the, the, the people that work there, someone, Nathan um, said to me the other day, he was like, Erin, just before you go and get your peppermint tea, can you just do your lighting state? And I thought, God, I'm so predictable. <laughs> um, but I have a peppermint tea and I have to do a trill and an NG siren. I have to do both of them. Um, whilst I'm in my dressing room, it gets a bit OCD, doesn't it? Um, and I, I, I'm trying not to do too much in the same order because that will sit in my brain and then if one day if we're running late or we're running over and I don't mm. get to do things it will freak me out um I have a vocal zone at about the 15 so most of the stuff I do is, is kind of for my voice um as opposed to freaking myself out about going on stage and then when we do beginners we have um on the stage right side we have a little thing that we do every day and then stage left found out and now they have a thing that they do every day and they're very very different <laughs> Um, they're very different little routines but it's just kind of like a way for you know us to come together and um and chill out but do something fun before the show starts so I think I also touch the wood three times before I go on which I wish I wouldn't because I've started to do that during the show and it's annoying myself 
that if I, you know, what happens if I don't touch the wood three times? Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the stuff is is for the vocal side of it. Um, because as I said, if 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 something happened and we went up late or there was like I remember my very first show, I am um, because we'd had the dress rehearsal in the day, my shirt wasn't fully dry yet, so it was in the hot box. And we'd had beginners and I was still wandering around with no top on. And then we kind of went straight into the show very quickly. So I didn't have time to do any of the stuff, but the show was fine, you know? So I don't right. I try not to do anything too like hmm, um just a just a bit of the old the old vocal stuff for me. By the way, we have been loving your Instagram lives. Oh my God. <laughs> you and May need a comedy hour somewhere. We will fly there because oh. you're brilliant. <laughs> we we love it. So we started to we've decided to do big fan Fridays because again, the fans are are so vital to the show and to right. the show's longevity that we thought, well, let's do, we'll get ready early. And um, as long as there's not a crazy cut. At seven o'clock we'll have fans come in and they can ask us a question each and it, it was really lovely last week and it went down really really well so um and then we kind of do maybe like a like a, a Tuesday or a Wednesday where we just kind of check in with everyone mm. and we just I have a great time and we've we've had lovely responses from it people are like you guys should do a podcast and yes you know just, it, it's just it's just nice it's a really lovely dressing room to be in it's just me and her and we can have like our quiet time if we need it um, and we just both will put in our headphones and watch an episode of something, or we just have a, a laugh, and it's it's really lovely. Nice, yeah. It that definitely translates well to the Instagram live. You can feel so much love and energy from you both. So, oh, that's good. It's very nice to watch. <laughs> Such a lovely little kind of behind the scenes, like yeah. peak, and yeah, we love it. Oh well, I I I adore her. She's um she's our resident director, and I would categorically not have been in the position to do the show um if it wasn't for her constant support and guidance to get me through so I owe a lot to me she's wonderful so Heather's has a lot of serious subject matter within it while still being essentially a comedy so how do you as an actor find the balance between those elements um I think because it's a dark comedy I have to especially with the, the amazing script we've got is, is play the comedy mm. because if you play dark with dark, it's just dark mm-hmm. and, and it can become very heavy, very quickly. Um, in no way do I find any of the dark storylines, you know, anything that's triggering. I don't, it's, it's not, it's not funny matter, you mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. serious, serious um, matter in, in all the cases. But for in order for the show and the story to work and the characters to work, we still have to, I still have to be likable. I have to have people on my side. Um, it's, it's making it funny mm-hmm. and making it light. Um, because it's, it's tough, you know, you, you, want the, you want the audience to laugh at it, but you don't want the audience to think that what we're seeing is happening is okay. I will never say it's okay to murder someone, you know? That's right. just not okay. Um, but in the context of the show, the, you you have to make it funny or the mm-hmm. show won't mm-hmm. work. Right. It, it's, it's a fine line. And I've had lots of people come up to me and talk to me and, about things that they're going through that they can relate to the show. And then I'll, we'll have like an, you know, I'll, a supportive and open conversation and to make sure everyone on, in the cast feels supported and and if there was ever a problem or 
you know, if, if someone was particularly triggered, it would it's a safe space to to talk about it and and find a way to make it work. But I think when you're doing something quite similarly to Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. you have to rely on the comedy right. um, for the show to work, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And it's a wonder it is a wonderful script for that. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. it's so layered in how it's yeah. how it's all presented. And yeah. you know, I think that's kind of one of the best things about Heather's because you're laughing and having a great time, but you're also going, hmm. Like it's, mm. it really mm. does make you kind of think and you're shocked and you're, but you know, you still leave and you're like, that was a great time. It's not like yeah. Miz where it's like heavy, heavy, heavy. And you're walking out. You're like, I just cried well, for three right. hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, you know, it's like watching episodes of things like the Simpsons and family guy. Right. Um, it's taking dark themes and making, not making fun of them, but making them lighthearted and, and mm-hmm. funny so that you're able to watch the episodes um it's just yeah it's just a fine balance this is my favorite question to ask actually and so I want to preface this with saying you don't have to pick one you can you can have a few but what's your favorite part of the show um do you know what it changes it changes every night it really does um sometimes I adore doing big fun like Mm -hmm. I it's so much fun because we're all on stage at the same time and we're all have like there's nothing heavy at, apart from obviously the end of big fun but the start of big fun it's just all of us on stage having a party and drinking and dancing and having fun and that is that's really fun um I will forever love the Veronica reveal every night it feels mm. special every single night it's um I get you know butterflies and and I love that um and then I also really love doing scene work with um, with Nate because he's a sensational actor, and I, you know, it, I'm. It's like you know, you're constantly learning and constantly growing, and um, and the characters are evolving. And I love, I love working with him. Um, but yeah, there's. But then some nights I say no will be the best. The will be the best thing that I felt like I did that day. And then sometimes I'll love doing Dead Girl Walking, and it all massively depends on the audience as well. Sometimes they kind of lead you into a what you prefer on each night but um I do love when we're all on stage together and mm. um because I don't I don't because I'm on the stage all the time I don't see everyone backstage so it's like my time to, to see everyone you know <laughs> um which I really like as well oh my gosh so this is our listeners like favorite question they love to know this one so do you have any onstage mishaps it can be something of your own or something you witnessed. How, how, much, how much time do we have? <laughs> Till two. <laughs> um, yes, there's been there's been a few. Um, nothing, nothing major. It's um, uh, <laughs> I called I called JD Jay Z one night, which would turn the story in a completely different direction. Um, and and I said it to Viv, who plays Heather Duke, and we just couldn't <laughs> couldn't look her in the eye. I just didn't see to the side of her head because I was so I thought I'm going to laugh. Um, I came through for Dead Girl Walking and said the lines. Um, I'm snapping off your window lock, and I I did it so hard that the the set broke and it flew across the stage. So that was good. Um, 
there's been there was um the, there's a scene at the end of act one where um ram and kurt meet me at the cemetery just during our love is god and um <clears throat> for some reason brandon who plays ram didn't manage to have his tie on in time and obviously i see the line oh i like the tie but i because we were still in our first week i was still very much thinking about I'd had a note about the music about seeing a line at a certain time and that's kind of what I was focusing on um and they stripped and I said um I did I did the line and went oh I like the tie but Brandon hadn't put the tie on so he ran off stage he just went okay I'll go and get it and then he went <laughs> off stage to get the tie and come back on and I had had no I, I just didn't even fathom that he didn't have it on to begin with and I felt so <laughs> And it was just me and Toby on stage and Toby was in his, he was topless um, in his jeans, just like doing some great macho poses. And it was, again, I tried very hard not to laugh. Um, And there's, yeah, there's been lots of little funny things, not um, anything super, super major. My egg got stuck once in the, in the thing. um, What's that called? An egg box. So I couldn't take it to crack it. So I panicked and cracked it within the egg thing and then lifted the yolk out with my fingers. I don't know why I did that. No. Um, but yeah, it's just little funny things like that. I think a lot of this stuff, the audience don't always necessarily notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when you notice it within yourself and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? But I think calling JD, Jay-Z, every night when I get to that line, I have to really think about what I'm doing. Um, that was a good one. That might be the best one I've ever heard. That's brilliant. <laughs> See, I like oh. the tie thing. Oh, I'll go get it. Like that's that, good too. Like, that works. And he, so- just, he just liked it. He just ran off the stage and came back and thought, good on you. How did oh you think God. that? And like Heather's is the kind of show that works. That yeah, works. God. That tracks. <laughs> and that's the best part of all of it. 100%. So it is a real egg that you crack on stage. Yes. Okay. And I don't eat eggs. So that I remember getting the question right at the start of the run of being like, what's what are you most anxious about? And I'm like, is cracking that damn egg every time, every single time. Right. I I'm some I'm getting a bit more confident. So I'm like sometimes I'm like a one and done. Um and then but the first couple of nights I was like against the cup, like how hard do I have to do this? Um so yeah, that's a stressful part of the show for me. I just thought I thought it was theater magic, but then I was like, it looks like a real egg. But yeah, no, it's real eggs, oh real whisker, and real spit. So it smells lovely. I, oh my I <laughs> well, good on you. I'm doing the t- 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 even when I'm cooking here. So <laughs> yeah, it's just me with a knife, like gently going at it, and then realizing no, I gotta just go for it. Yeah, you use I, a I, knife. I, I never cut them, so I would never have known that you could use a knife. I just do it against the cup and honestly hope for the best. <laughs> That's no, I'm method. sure that's that's probably the way you do it. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So I know that you have made a lot of posts on social media about your journey as a performer, and we've loved following along with you and getting to this point where you're a leading lady on the West End. We wanted to take the opportunity to ask what you've learned along the way and if you had any advice for young artists who are chasing their dreams. Um everyone's journey is completely different it is a waste of time to compare yours with someone else's it's like when you're on we call them motorways over here I guess you guys call them like highways or freeways over where you guys are yeah every car in a different lane doing a different speed and that is 
very much mirrored in the industry. You know, there it's it's not a it's it's not a simple, it's not straightforward, it's not consistent. You're constantly changing paces and changing goals as well. Like, you know, the goals I had when I left drama school, are they still the exact same goals I have now? No, because I'm older and um I you, you know you kind of you change what you want to do. Um every single no, every single rejection, every single day where I cried into a camembert um, and gave myself a day because I had not got the job or I had got to finals and not got the job or I hadn't got a recall that day or or whatever. Every single rejection and no for that one yes it's all worth it it's all worth it and I wish that I could I really wish that I could tell people that that it that it is worth it because when you're having those no's and those days of rejection it's so easy to go oh, well should I keep going or is it worth it is am I going to ever ever going to do it you know I waited six years to get on the west end and I know we had a pandemic in, in the middle of that but six years is a long time you know that's literally going through high school <laughs> Um, and the only way that you can keep going and keep motivated is because you know that there's nothing else you want to do as much as what you're waiting for. Um, and I would say get involved with the industry as best you can. I'm not suggesting go and seeing shows because I know, especially just now, they're really, really expensive. And if you can't afford it, then don't mm. um, find other ways to get in the industry. You know, Twitter can be the devil. It's also a great tool. You can network, you can learn a lot about shows, you can learn a lot about directors, casting directors, follow accounts like yourselves where you are hearing theatre news and you still feel involved in the industry um, because knowledge is power in any job, in any industry, but especially in the theatre industry because it's all people, you know. So knowing who's, who is currently in Wicked, but who casts Wicked? Who's who's the director of Wicked? Has it been the same people for a long time? Um, who, who's just been announced as the new, the national? It's just keeping involved in the industry um, and learn songs. Go and, I, I went to watch, a, I supported a concert the other night, which was 10 pounds. Um, and it was, I think there was like 11 or 12 performers and they all sung songs. So that was me going, oh, I actually have never heard that song. What was that song? I'll write it down so I can put it in my rep. You know, it's just mm. doing little bits like that. You don't have to spend lots and lots of money, but you do have to be dedicated to continually expand your craft. Um, but I promise the day that you get that yes, the day that you get that phone call, it's, it's worth it and so much more. Yeah, that was amazing advice. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that, that was really awesome. I've got like a little. Yeah, I got a little misty eye. I did. I love that. <laughs> I'm blinking here like. <laughs> All right. So that kind of leads us here to our very last question. Why should people come and see Heather's? If you need a night out where you're going to laugh, where you're going to get a bit misty eyed, where you want a good story with energetic performers who are also passionate about being there and telling the story with with funny one-liners with the most fantastic score every song is an absolute bop mm. um and it's feel good but it's also thought-provoking it's high energy it's fun then then come and see us because that's 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 it heather's is it's it is a family and even when you sit coming into front of house coming and seeing the merchandise, the theatre, the, the space, 
it's instantly a family feel because we're a smaller theatre it's immersive everyone feels very involved everyone feels very included it is incredibly inclusive as a show you can come and dress in any character you want you can join in at the end with the punches or you can just sit there and have a lovely time literally everyone is so welcome at our theatre and um and it's a really loved piece and we love it so the audience will love it as well yes yes it's true heather's was kind of like the first show that really welcomed audiences dressing up oh, i love it it's Every day. so fun it's fantastic and the and the time and the effort and the skill um and a lot of it is is younger people who are who were using like sewing machines and sewing yeah. them and i'm like mm-hmm. do you know what i don't know anyone who's done that Right. I, I I couldn't I couldn't sew that. I love that they're like they have this new skill where they're doing that and and they have you know two three four six seven eight nine different cosplays um, yeah that all made themselves and Heather's makes them really really happy and um and it makes us happy looking out into an audience filled with with people of all ages dressed in characters. It's just it does make it that lovely sort of mm-hmm. inclusive family feel and I think that's something that's really special and extraordinary about Heather's yeah and you do have such a wonderful venue for it like obviously we've never been to your theater but I really liked that when we got to watch kind of the pro shot it kind of like zoomed back so we could see it is such a lovely intimate space like that's like perfect place to do Heather's Mm -hmm. it really is and at the end you know when you get to see I can see people I don't look in the the opening because I'm I'm just you know, I'm still getting used to doing the opening, the eight minute opening um, and making sure that it's really good. But from about freeze your brain onwards, I start to relax and, you know, take a look out and, and see people. And it's it's just it's amazing because you can see almost everyone in the theatre and you can see them, how engaged they are, you know. And and just on another note, for the fans, I I read every single message every request on Instagram I've, I've, I've not got any outstanding I read every single one and some people will write a message and say I don't know if you'll see this I do and I read every single one and I like as many stories as I can and I save all the pictures because I scrapbook and it's just I'd love just to take an opportunity just to say thank you so much for the unwavering um and never-ending support and love and and I I'm still getting used used to to, to it I guess um but I do read every single message every single day and I'm I'm fully blown away and overwhelmed by by the love and support so I'd love to just take a second and say thank you for that that's so lovely course, that's oh really gosh. lovely it's so funny because we always say um Erin is sort of like the West End industry like big sister feel you're <laughs> you always have just the most wonderful post and you're so kind so Thank you for that. And thank you so much for joining us today. This was a really lovely chat. Thank you for having me. Honestly, of course. It's, it's lovely just getting to kind of just to kind of talk about it. And, you know, I, I, I always used to, I said I'm doing it for the underdogs because I wasn't the person that left drama school and got jobs straight away. Not that that's a bad thing. You know, I went to Lamez and supported Sam T because she literally was cover cassette straight from from we were still in college while she got that job. Um, and, and numerous people in my year, um, Kelly went straight into work, Tishan went straight into work, and that was amazing. And I supported each and every one of them, and I continue to do so. But 
I love I love that I'm doing it for people who are a little bit older who left drama school a while ago and mm-hmm. for any of them that think that it's too late or that they haven't achieved it yet so what if they don't it's just it's not the case mm-hmm. we've all there's space for all of us in the West End there's space for all of us in the industry whether it's West End tour or regional and I champion all of those who haven't got the role that they really really want yet because mm-hmm. it'll happen if you if you want it enough and you work hard enough and and you believe in, in yourself enough, it'll happen. It just will. You know, as someone who's received a lot of no's in the last month, I really needed this today. <laughs> no, this is take take when you get a no, honestly, I always say take a day because mm. it is grieving. Mm-hmm. You have to grieve the loss. Yes. You know, by the time you get to say when you get to finals for a job or fourth round for the job or third round even you start listening to the soundtrack you start thinking how would I get to work what would my route be and that's for any job that's not just for musical theatre that could be for literally any job that you're going for you start to think oh and and I wonder what it'd be like and I need to get this for work and oh I wonder if that person will be working there and I could work with them Mm. and then when you don't get it you have to grieve all of that it is it is a loss and I think I've got and I know a couple of people who are like oh it's fine you just kind of get you move on you go over it like don't cry about it and I'm like well actually what I do is I fully cry I have a day I cry I'll eat some camembert I'll watch some big bang theory I'll probably not leave the house that day because I'll just feel a bit meh and then you know what see the next day I feel much better and I'm Mm -hmm. ready to then pull my socks up and do the next one because I've taken that time to grieve so if you're getting a lot if you're getting a no just sit in the the down day for the day because you've worked really hard you're disappointed because you wanted it and that's not a bad thing that just shows that you're hungry for it yes yes mm-hmm. absolutely but I hope you feel better camembert is the cheese right oh my god yeah it's the cheese that you that melts with a bit of garlic rosemary. the best I was like I'm pretty sure it's cheese but there's like a chance it could be chocolate so I had to ask but no although I do eat chocolate as well on my grieving days but camembert is is my go-to mm. and you've had a day get some oat cakes out the cupboard and have some camembert mm. it's like the most comforting cheese like for oh sure gosh. all right for I gotta sure. I gotta try some then yeah put some garlic a bit of rosemary yes. oh my goodness have a great day. <laughs> mm. I'm hungry now. I'm going grocery shopping for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Erin. This has just been so amazing and so lovely to chat with you. Thank you. And thank you. It's lovely to meet you both. Um, I'm, yes. I'm really, really honored that you guys asked me to do this. I'm so excited. Of course. Of course. Of course. We we saw it and we were like, we got to get Erin to come yes. and chat. Like, <laughs> especially like, obviously we know for tonight. We love for tonight. You did a little takeover with Glenn for us for that. So like, this has been churning in our minds for quite a while so I'm really glad we got to do it thank you and thank you for supporting for tonight it's it's that's that's my next my one of my biggest goals was to originate a role in a field school production and I still have all my fingers crossed for for when for tonight Mm, us too us too yeah I don't know if Spencer told you this but your song on the album is like one of my like most listened to on Spotify and (laughs) I just listened to it and I just oh it's just beautiful the music is it's got to be it is just the most beautiful show I've heard in a really long time yes and I I I'm gonna um post about it on on my Instagram for like because I'd love some of the Heathers fans to to listen to some of the music Mm because I think that they would also love it because it's Mm -hmm. really I mean who could not love it it's beautiful but I'd love to get more people hearing the music because it's it's so special yeah yeah I mean of course it's an original show but it it is so original 
as well yeah. you mm. know <laughs> and like and it's like, it's like disney and mumford and sons yes. and ones yeah it's mm. just cold it's like disney and coldplay had a baby yes fortnite that is the best way to describe it. We're gonna, we might steal that. Yeah, there's something for everybody with it, right? And um, there is, it's there just, is, and, and it's just beautiful. I could talk about it all day. Me too. It is such a lush, like soundscape. It's like the f- album came out, and I like put my headphones on. And I like closed my eyes, and I was like, just listen all the way back to front, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. I love it, and it sounds even better in real life. Mm. And I didn't think it could, but it sounds even more powerful and emotive and stunning in real life yeah once it's on stage we're coming oh yeah we can actually sit in an audience to see it like we told Spencer we're like we're gonna be there front row I can't wait absolutely yeah yay oh that was so fun thank you again thank you again it was an honor yeah I hope we get to see Heather's really soon uh especially with you in it because that would be such a treat I love that take care and Have a great show. Thank (laughs) you. Have a great show. Bye. Bye.